0: feels good To be right To be vindicated By others To have one's theories Proven Correct By the very opposition That so vocally Denied them It feels good Good to say, I told you so. And here at the Beyond Top Secret Texan, speaking for everybody. Who supports Q. Where we go one, we go all. Not QAnon, which was a PSYOP co-opted by the opposition, the Co-intel Pro ups but by the real Anans the friends the proud warriors of the Kikistani Mujahideen who followed Q from their first posts on 8 Kun or were converted throughout the years to follow by the Ever-increasingly accurate predictions, deltas, and Q-drops that occurred. Those who know know, and those who don't know, you know, they, they don't matter. Because they're irrelevant. They've been made obsolete. They are the chaff. And they are the bleating sheep herd of the sheeple that parrots only the in- false information, the incorrect, the fake news that the mainstream pushes like it's junk food, it's goy slop onto a population has been rendered absolutely brain dead and incapable of critical thinking. The writing's been on the wall for the predictive programming that is occurring currently. This is all part of a larger, elaborate, grand design, no doubt. But as time goes on, the validation of Q, becomes inescapably prevalent in the news and the world we know that's below the news, beyond the news, that is. The news is just the expression of the most obvious things going on. The north, east, west, south of it all. This... Specifically, that I'm talking about in terms of the news, the breaking news, and how it ties into the occult. For this is the occult episode, is that finally the mainstream media internationally is reporting. On the FBI successfully investigating and capturing a global satanic cult that was engaged in child sexual extortion, blood sacrifice rituals, illegal weaponry, and had ties to international politicians. Business leaders down to the lowest levels of criminal society, teenage, Satan-worshipping gang members in big cities. And it's all here, folks. Everyone out there in Dreamland, rest assured, I'm going to read you... One, two, three, four. Right. Ten articles on this. Ten articles on this subject. So rest assured, you're going to get some information on this. This is not my own words. These are the words of these mainstream news, mockingbird, CIA assets who are forced to admit that a changing of the guard has arrived, that the world is entering a new era. One where this behavior is no longer used to control through fear and exploitation, but rather this is public enemy number one. And the elites that engaged in it so freely, victimizing the lower classes, are going to be exposed and for their very own behavior, destroyed during what is only understood as a massive spiritual resurgence, reawakening, a populist movement, just like in the 1920s, this time not directed at alcohol, but at hedonistic sexual perversions and sodomy internationally. And it will start with child pornography and it will start with this extreme abuse and snuff society that is by all admittance a extremely small society of sociopaths that use technocratic cyberpunk type lifestyles to not only fund With this massively lucrative uh, techno cult type knowledge that they have about how to run network servers, internet systems, uh, create websites, um, file share online, encryption services. Uh, Many of them work in IT. Many of them work uh, throughout the internet and technology sector itself, creating software or hardware but they use their knowledge of computers and how they remain anonymous and how the systems work to create these uh, echo chambers. Privately run servers, privately run networks that are invitation only, that require things like its members to produce and to uh, provide large amounts of child pornography themselves to stay inside these exclusive groups. And when you read, when you're going to read about this, I'm also going to bring in another side of that to explain, because the same year, 2023, regardless of whether you're listening to this in 2024 or 2025 or in the future, 5,055, you know, whatever, um, you're going to be, you're going to try to put this in context, and you're going to think maybe this was an isolated, one-off instance of an extremely bizarre. Cruel and sadistic society, like sex, like, like you know, gang or whatever, in like, like an element of society that doesn't have any influence or connection to anything else, right? It exists alone as a nightmare that this modern world produced. But I will be reading, um, this other article that will let you put in perspective this is a reality. I'll be reading a few of those. And that in the greater context, Q and its Pro Q QAnon, they have predicted that this would be the cultural de jure talking point. The issue that unites a divided United States population an american population that can see eye to eye only on one issue currently the protection of children and the arrest and successful imprisonment or execution of this new generation of crime and criminal That is, the online, as well as in-person, sexual exploitation, human trafficking, and sex tourism industry. And the way they can mobilize and shock the world into action is by showing everybody the extremities... The absolute worst, the blood and guts, the death, children literally raped to death, children buried in cardboard boxes in ditches in Southeast Asia because they were paid and bought for, and bought specifically to kill. By rich white tourists. We're going to be talking about uh, big city human sacrifice with the satanic cabals and systems. I've already spoken at length about the satanic panic. uh, How that was real. How that was covered up by the FBI. By the military. By these celebrity organizations. These talk show hosts, for example, like Oprah Winfrey and Geraldo Rivera, who are themselves part of these celebrity, um, you know, sexual, sadistic, uh, you know, orgy societies, basically, and, um, how it's all, when when you wake up to it, when you see it, you see how it was just because the people had no ability to think for themselves that this was covered up, and it was covered up and popularized by such quote-unquote skeptics like, um... You know um, the people in the news and anchors, who now we know were sex offenders themselves, like Matt Lauer, etc. Who you know have gone down in infamy. You know people. It's like it's like where were you getting your news, Jimmy Savile? And it's like you know across the pond and all that. So it's like we know if you were if you were now seeing with hindsight, like all the Weinstein shit going on. And then no one no one could fucking see it for what it truly was until it eventually came out and was exposed, etc. So this is exactly how that kind of shit is. Just like how now you can't you can't deny it, and there's there's no there's not like a social way of hiding from it. Like once it's exposed, it's exposed forever and it changes the course of history. This shit is just starting and it's gonna build up momentum and it's gonna snowball. And it's going to fucking grow exponentially and then there's going to be mass demonstrations not only uh during the election cycle coming up but into the future for politicians and sheriff's departments uh, judges to uh, at least address this let alone um start start becoming responsible for its uh investigation and um you know destruction at least on an Interpol level, you're already seeing the movement on Interpol level. You're already seeing this. I've already talked about that. This is already at the highest levels of the departments of justice internationally, typically Interpol, where they were like, you know, um, this is this is this exists. This exists. This exists in the Italian mafia framework. This exists in the European Slavic mafia frameworks. International Asian mafia frameworks. This is big fucking business. And um, even if it's a small, small society of sadistic, psychosexual sociopaths, it's still billions and billions of dollars, which will motivate and uh, promote that behavior, just like any drug trade. It's like human trafficking's um, up there with exotic animals and drugs and weapons in terms of the illicit desires of, uh, you know, evil people, basically. So let's read this first article, and then I'll read the counterpoints to kind of put everything in perspective. Let's jump right fucking into the deep end. A 23-year-old was arrested for gun possession. It led the FBI to a global satanic cult. Angel Almeida's alarming social media posts led authorities to 764, a group that abuses minors and circulates violent videos. An arrest on gun possession charges in Queens, New York in November 2021 has led the Federal Bureau of Investigation into a pedophilic Satanist extortion cult that has victimized dozens if not hundreds of minors, according to law enforcement documents, court records, and sources with knowledge of the investigation. Law enforcement discovered the organization known as 764 and a range of aliases while investigating alarming social media posts made by Angel Almeida, a 23 year old resident of Astoria, Queens, New York. On 12 September 2023, the FBI issued a public warning about 764, noting the group is deliberately targeting minor victims. ...on publicly available messaging platforms to extort them into recording or live-streaming acts of self-harm and producing child sex abuse material. The advisory is the first formal mention of 764 by any American law enforcement agency. The group appears to target children between the ages of 8 and 17. The advisory notes, and particularly focuses on young people of color, youth identifying as LGBTQ+, are youth who struggle with mental health issues... Researchers familiar with 764 indicate the group's members cultivate ties with minors through a wide range of platforms, either in wildly popular games like Roblox or gaming communications platforms like Discord or Twitch, as well as curated playlists on the streaming service SoundCloud. The group's main form of communication is on Telegram, which has long been the platform of choice for many far-right extremists. Members use threats, blackmail, and manipulation to get used to record videos showing acts of self-harm, animal cruelty, sexual acts, or even suicide, the authorities warn. The footage is then circulated among members to extort victims further and to exert control over them. And the group's channel members share violent gore and videos depicting torture, lethal violence, and other such acts in an effort to desensitize viewers to acts of ultraviolence. The key motivators for the group, according to the authorities, is to gain notoriety and rise in status within their group. Documents and sources familiar with 764 indicate the group is an offshoot of the Order of the Nine Angles, the O9A, a violent, subversive amalgam of esoteric Hitler worship, Satanism, and Wiccan tenets that American authorities recognize as terrorist ideology, and it has been connected with members and murders. Attempted terrorist attacks in countries including the US, Britain, Germany, Canada, and Russia. Sources with knowledge of the investigation to 764 indicate the group has a network of a couple thousand participants and hundreds of highly active members who generate and disseminate the bulk of the child pornography and gore videos found in the group's channels on Telegram, Discord, and more obscure platforms like Matrix. Like many online-based extremist organizations, 764 involves people around the world including people in the UK and Germany. A German teenager who is accused of murdering his foster family in Romania is suspected of participating in 764, according to reporting from Der Spiegel and Romanian outlet Libertatia. The FBI was directed to Almeida by an anonymous tipster flagging his social media accounts who contained images of violence against children and violence against animals. In one of the posts, Almeida expressed support for Dylan Roof, a white supremacist who massacred African-American churchgoers in Charleston in 2015. Another showed him toting a shotgun while shirtless and wearing a skull mask and cross bandolier of rifle ammunition across his chest with a flag in the background featuring an order of nine angles symbol. While searching Almeida's apartment in New York, investigators recovered a 9mm handgun, bandoliers of rifle ammunition, Books pertaining to the Order of Nine Angles and a flag bearing the insignia of the American 09A offshoot, the Temple of Blood. According to November 2021, detention memorandum filed by federal prosecutors. The most telling item was an 09A blood covenant featuring a blood-smeared drawing of a hooded figure with glowing red eyes surrounded by sigils of four 09A deities and the caption Vindex, Nithra, Satan, and Abattu. At the bottom of the page is an oath, a covenant signed in blood. May the devil walk with you always. Satana Manibus by Satan's hand in Latin. Similar indication have, or indications have found in possession of 98 influence killers in Britain and Canada. Almeida, who has served an 18-month sentence in Florida for third-degree burglary in 2018, was arrested for being a felon in possession of a firearm and detained in Brooklyn's Metropolitan Detention Center. In February 2023, federal prosecutors in the Eastern District of New York filed a superseding indictment tacking on child pornography and child exploitation charges related to his activities in 764 and the hundreds of thousands of digital files recovered from four separate devices in his apartment. In the new charges, prosecutors allege Almeida coerced a teenage girl into having sexual relations with an older man and convinced another girl to cut herself, recording the act on camera and sending it to him. Almeida was deemed fit for trial earlier this month despite repeated violent behavior in the courtroom, including attempts to attack a Justice Department staffer in the audience and his own court-appointed counsel on separate occasions in June and September. His court appointed counsel, the fourth attorney who has represented Almeida since his arrest in 2021, did not request for comment, but the allegations against his client stand. The trial is currently scheduled for 4th of December. If convicted, Almeida faces a potential maximum of life in federal prison. And that is from The Guardian, the UK Guardian's U.S. news section. Now, ironically, this comes from The Guardian because The Guardian publicly was anti-QAnon and published this article on Sunday, 20th, September 2020, a mere three years ago. QAnon conspiracists believe in a vast pedophile ring. The truth is sadder. Rather than confront the reality of child abuse, Trump fans have dreamed up an elaborate fiction to justify their support for a morally indefensible president. In recent weeks, the groups have moved offline and into the real world, using their Facebook pages to organize in-person rallies outside tourist attractions like the Bed Red Ragon in Spokane, Washington, and the State Capitol Building in Salem, Oregon. The believers hold signs that say things like hashtag save the children and stop child trafficking. They're often accompanied by their children wearing t-shirts and onesies that read I am not for sale. At first glance they seem innocuous like petitioners for a nonprofit or inoffensive social cause. But there are giveaways. Some of the signs bear images of pizza slices, a reference to Pizzagate conspiracy theory that held that Hillary Clinton was operating a pedophile ring out of a gimmicky Washington, D.C. pizza parlor called Comet Ping Pong. Sometimes the rally goers wear t-shirts bearing the acronym Where We Go One, We Go All, which stands for uh, with, with WWG1WGA on hats and shirts. A fist-pumping slogan for adherents of the elaborate and baseless online conspiracy theory called QAnon. The QAnon conspiracy theory is a vast, complicated, and ever-changing, and its adherents are constantly folding new events and personalities into its master narrative. But the gist of it is that national democrats aided by Hollywood and a group of global elites are running a massive ring devoted to the abduction, trafficking, torture, sexual abuse, and cannibalization of children all with the purpose of fulfilling the rituals of their satanic faith. Donald Trump, according to this fantasy, is the only person willing and able to mount an attack against them. The conspiracy theory began on 4chan, a digital cesspool of hate speech and conspiracy theorizing, and adherents derive their beliefs from the cryptic postings of Q., an anonymous commenter who they believe to be a highly credentialed member of the Trump administration who is insisting Donald Trump and his heroic fight against the satanic pedophile Democrats. The conspiracy has spread widely during the pandemic, migrating out of the dark shadows of the internet and onto the Facebook, where it is now spreading among an audience of frightened and credulous parents. If the stories spun by QAnon conspiracy theorists strike you as inventive or creatively bizarre, They are not. The fictions of QAnon are mostly regurgitations of other disproven conspiracy theorists. The idea of a secret, all-powerful cabal of sadistic Satanists preying on children is not a new one. and that part of its lore, the QAnon conspiracy theory borrows heavily from the satanic panic of the 1980s. A strange phenomenon in which hundreds of thousands of otherwise reasonable Americans became convinced that secret cadres of Satanists were operating out of daycare centers, torturing and molesting children for rituals, Meanwhile, the QAnon assertions that Satanist Democrats are farming children underground in order to harvest and drink their blood harkens back to an even older conspiracy theory, the anti-Semitic blood libel, a medieval fiction that posited that Jewish people stole and murdered Christian children in order to use their blood to make matzah. QAnon may seem detailed and weird in its fantasies, but it is deeply derivative conspiracy theory, remixing old lies more often than it conjures new ones. Why do we conservatives periodically become fixated on elaborate conspiracy theories involving the rape and torture of children? The details of the QAnon narratives don't bear any relation into the way that child sexual abuse actually happens. The Q believers are correct that their sexual abuse of minors is much more common than many assume, but any relation between their beliefs and facts ends there. According to the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC... <laughs> fucking CDC, there you go again. But 1 in 4 girls and 1 in 13 boys experience sexual abuse sometimes in childhood. An alarmingly high number. A sizable minority of those abuses are committed by other children. The prevalence of children being sexually abused by adults is about 1 in 9 girls and 1 in 53 boys. A lower but still alarming rate. By and large, the adults who sexually abuse children are not strangers, are traffickers, are national democratic politicians. Instead, they are tend to be men. Overwhelmingly, it is men who have sexually abuse children whom the abused child knows, 93% of the child molesters are known to their victims, 59% are acquaintances or family friends, and 34% are family members. This reality does not lend itself to splashy headlines. It does not suggest a predator looking in the shadows, let alone a dark network of nefarious liberals wanting to steal your children. It is less sensational, and is also sadder. Acknowledging the real ways that children are sexually abused would mean confronting the ways that families and communities can keep dark secrets and enable harm to the most vulnerable. It would mean confronting the fact that those that it happened to child sex abuse is not only a matter of sexual violation, but also betrayal by someone they trusted. So that's the same newspaper. And I know it's all based on the different uh, writers, you know, the different journalists. This is Maria Denigon and the other one is a deaf one. Um... You know, but I believe that one has to eat crow at this moment. And um, as I say it, fuck it, suck it. Because this is (laughs) almost 100% proven to be, as an opinion piece, proven to be wrong. And the QAnon people vindicated in three years as the changing of the guard is fully in place now. There's not even more of a fighting uh, fighting against the stream. It's literally having to accept that this is the, the way of the world. That there are these massive networks of internationalist child abuse rings. And yes, child abuse rings created by strangers uh, preying on innocent children in ways that are not studied or at least... ...revealed by conventional research methods... ...typically trauma uh, care or adult rehabilitation um, surveys, etc... ...to get data on how abuse works retroactively. This is the new world. This is the world that's continually changing... ...and also, circumstantially, you cannot paint such a... ...oh, we used CDC data to uh, show you how the typical person in America is abused... So this, do, this means that there is no, there is no possibility or this means that there is no, there's no, uh, reality behind elite organized crime, human trafficking for child sexual purposes. We know child, uh, children are sexually trafficked for prostitution. We know that children and underage prostitutes exist and are a huge problem for cities. Like, <laughs> like I know it's, it's really is throwing out the baby with the bathwater instead of addressing the fact that that also exists, to deny it completely. I mean, you really got you really got to bite the shit sandwich if you're the Guardian at that point. Especially, which is probably why they're coming out so vocally and being the first hit when you Google search this news story as being like, no, did you see that this happened? Because, <laughs> you, you know, they've been denying it for, for fucking, um, I think almost at this point, seven years that there was ever a reality behind any of this. Okay, let's read a couple more articles about the 76709A satanic cult that they've discovered. This one's from the New York Post. NY Post. I'm going to continue without supporting them. I know that doesn't really no I'm going to click that continue without supporting button proudly. How an NYC gun arrest uncovered a huge pedophile satanic cult. The arrest of a Queens man on gun charges two years ago has led federal authorities to discover a satanic pedophile extortion cult that targets minors over the internet. Investigators uncovered the heinous group named 767 while probing disturbing social media posts by Angel Almeida, age 23, who was busted on November 2021, being charged with the conviction of felony and possession of a firearm, according to court documents and report of The Guardian. In February, Brooklyn federal prosecutors announced that they had filed a superseding indictment against Almeida, adding charges related to child exploitation and enticement of minors. Prior to Almeida's arrest, the FBI followed anonymous tips that allegedly linked him to social media accounts containing vile posts about child sexual abuse, including one Instagram profile, at Necropedocell that featured a photo of what appeared to be a child bound and gagged. A post of another Almeida's alleged Instagram profile showed him posing with ammunition strapped to his chest in front of a black flag bearing the order of the order of nine angles, 09A, cult. Which prosecutors described as a worldwide satanist group, which embraces elements of neo-Nazism and white supremacy. By the way, Angel Almeida is clearly a Mexican. I want to make that clear. Al- Angel Almeida is clearly a fucking Mexican. <laughs> when authorities searched Almeida's home, they allegedly found hundreds of files containing child sex abuse material on four different devices, as well as books relating to O9A and Satanism. According to court documents, they also found a Blood Covenant, an 09A drawing of a hooded figure surrounded by the group's symbols and smear with what appears to be blood. On September 12th, the FBI issued a public notice about 764, a violent online group that is deliberately targeting minor victims on publicly available messaging platforms and extorting them into recording live stream acts of self-harm and producing child sex abuse material. Sources told The Guardian the cult is believed to be an offshoot of 09A and that law enforcement discovered the group through the investigation in Almeida's case. The group targeted victims through platforms like Roblox, Discord, and Twitch, as well as curated SoundCloud playlists and encrypted messaging app Telegram. Members of the 764 are thought to use threats, blackmail, and manipulation to get vulnerable youth, particularly LGBTQ minors, racial minorities, and those with mental health issues to record acts of self-harm, animal abuse, and sex acts, and suicide, the FBI warning states. There are likely thousands of 764 members with hundreds more active members trawling these platforms regularly, they added. The teenager had swastikas, the 764 number, as well as the word necro tattooed on him. And these are said to be linked to the group. In addition to possession of child pornography, Almeida is accused of attempting to lure two underage girls into sexual activity one of whom he allegedly targeted for the purposes of producing and disseminating child sexual abuse material. As alleged, Almeida posed multiple threats to our community, not only as a felon in possession of a firearm, but also though targeting children as victims of sexual abuse, FBI Assistant Director in Charge Michael Driscoll said in a statement at the time. At a recent appearance in Brooklyn Federal Court, Almeida, who previously served 18 months behind bars in Florida on burglary charges, scoffed at the serious allegations against him. What the fuck do you even call a minor? You tell me what's a minor, he ranted when Judge Rachel P. Kovner detailed the content of the attempted child exploitation charges. Earlier in the proceedings, Almeida claimed that he was diagnosed with Schizophrenic Bipolar Disorder in 2018, but had never been properly medicated for his condition. If convicted, he faces maximum penalty of life in prison. Oh, no, 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 let's go back. This one, so this is La Voica di New York, the first Italian-English digital daily in the USA. Right, so this is a New Yorker, All right? So this is basically, I'm trying to get as many different sources as possible from American cultures. I hope you guys appreciate that. <laughs> Queen's firearm arrest leads FBI to uncover huge transnational satanic cult. By probing social media posts by 23-year-old Angel Almeida, feds discovered a group that entices minors on the web. The FBI has been able to identify a pedophile, a pedophilic satan, a satanist extortion cult that has abused several youngsters after gun possession arrest in Queens, New York in November 2021. Doesn't look like there's any more new materials to this, so I'll just kind of leave it at what I already said. This is is just copy and paste journalism at its finest. But to get into it, here's a counter-argument. From Mother Jones. I think Mother Jones is also a, a, a well-known... Um, bullshit liberal uh, mag from the East Coast. A lot of people from the East Coast love Mother Jones. Uh, I personally don't give a shit about it never read it never even heard about it but it's like up there it's like up there it's like got a big deal it's like over up in the east coast i don't think anyone in texas knows about mother jones nor do they give a shit it's another counter issue with like the whole like they gotta eat fucking crow and take a bite at these shit sandwiches because it's all coming out but here's from 2019 why are right-wing conspiracies so obsessed with pedophilia The story is the same. From the daycare panics to QAnon, it's not really about the kids, it's about fears of changing social order. The children were being sodomized in secret underground tunnels. Their captors drank blood in front of them and staged satanic ritual sacrifices. Sometimes the kids were filmed for pornographic purposes. In total, some several hundred children were subjugated to this treatment, and it all happened in the middle of a safe neighborhood where crimes were not supposed to happen, let alone such unspeakable and horrific ones. Not that anyone else witnessed the abuse, nor was there any clear evidence that it was actually happening, but people were sure it was real. It made too much sense. They all agreed. Everything fell into place. One of them said hundreds, maybe thousands of otherwise normally relatively well-adjusted Americans truly believed that a massive ring of occultist pedophiles were operating right under everyone's noses. I just look at as Well, I gotta read. It's a schlep. It's a schlep. All right, let's go. Conspiracy theories on the voodoo belt children are neither new nor distinctly American. While claims Jews killing children and using their blood in rituals the blood libel date back to at least 12th century, and have popped up every so often since then, long before the Christians were suspected performing similar rites. Hurting children is one of the worst things you can say someone is doing. It's an easy way to demonize your enemies, says Catherine Olmstead, a professor of history at the University of California, Davis, who has studied conspiracy theories. Why do child abuse conspiracies explode into public consciousness at certain moments? Explanations offered for their particular resonance of Pizzagate and QAnon tend to focus on pathologies in the media ecosystem epistemic bubbles, polarization, and unruly growth of social media. But years before the fracturing of mass culture and the dawn of Reddit and 4chan, the McMartin accusations fed a national spectacle during which scores of people were wrongly accused of sex crimes, etc. And I don't really want to read about the McMartin stuff because I think it's got its own thing. In 2016, three-day gete of the McMartin trial, Ricky Lakes and Cahoots with Russian hackers published the private emails of top Hillary Clinton advisor John Podesta. In one, Podesta is invited to a fundraiser at Combat Ping Pong. Amateur internet sleuths blew up into a conspiracy theory about a child's sex ring. The pedophiles communicated in code. Hot dog meant young boy. Cheese meant little girl. Sauce meant orgy. The theory was easily debunked. and I would just roll my eyes at that because this is not that language. This is the language that they've been using for seven years. And I want them all to eat a bunch of fucking cocks because they'd probably love that. And uh, they do look like they're lonely. I mean, even for liberal, uh, you know, mows as they are, they don't fucking look like they're actually even getting laid. Um, mainly because they're just so insufferably fucking annoying and self-righteous about everything that I can't imagine them to actually be fulfilled either way, whatever way they lean, to actually be getting any kind of ass. <laughs> like So um, hopefully that that would be a situation where they wouldn't eat a big bag of dicks but also because that they were completely fucking wrong, and while they were talking down to us like this shit, they never really could back up anything they've ever said, nor have they ever been able to. Like, oh no, it's debunked. You can't just say something is debunked and say, like, it's like saying, oh, it's unsolvable, because you didn't try to solve it, nor are you smart enough to. Eventually, it was abandoned for high-profile internet figures who had initially given in to Oxygen, but not before Pizzagate, as it was immediately dubbed, had spilled over into reality. On December 2016, a 20-year-old man named Edgar Madison Welch, having driven from North Carolina to Washington, D.C., fired an assault rifle inside Comet in a bid to rescue the children he thought were locked away there. No one was hurt. Welch was sentenced to four years in prison. The QAnon conspiracy picked up where Pizza Get left off, alleging that liberal elite's pedophile ring extends way beyond one restaurant and it is only a matter of time before Trump arrests Podesta, Clinton, and other Democratic power brokers for their crimes. All of this was fueled by an anonymous internet poster dubbed Q, who claims to be a government insider. With Pizzagate and QAnon, the molesters have changed from daycare workers to liberal elites, and the politics behind the theories are now more explicitly spelled out. But the general context is more or less the same, conservative retrenchment after a period of progressive social gains. If women's re-entry into the workplace in the latter half of the 20th century triggered deep anxieties about the decay of traditional gender roles in the family unit, in the 21st century it was same-sex marriage, growing acceptance of transgender rights, and the seemingly cultural hegemony of social justice agendas. Q found that fear, says Travis View, a conspiracy theory research and host of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. While Q directly never touches on trans rights and those sorts of things, this is a great deal of anxiety on those sorts of issues, he says, referring to the QAnon community at large. They're concerned generally on the sort of acceptance of trans people and the oversexualization of children. On the matter of transgender rights, the conspiracies are aligned with normal conservative politicians from the state legislatures to the White House, Republicans have made considerable hay out of attacking and overturning various protections that extended to trans people. Fucking out of nowhere, right? And they're obsessed with that bullshit. They really can't go a day without fucking thinking about it. And he goes on to talk about Hurricane Katrina conspiracies, and just keeps throwing in like a lot of random weird shit in this article. I see. Few points about the concern about elites preying on children isn't baseless either. The core elements in the systematic elite child abuse theories, they aren't crazy. He says there are instances of wealthy, powerful, abusing children and other people covering it up. Jeffrey Epstein, the Catholic Church. People have a sense that elites can commit horrifying crimes and get away with them. The Epstein arrest earlier this year has done much to ratify the QAnon worldview. It's just the beginning, declared QAnon or Liz Crokin, a former gossip journalist. The storm is officially here. And thus does the legitimate concern about elite predation and impunity get woven into a demeaning and dangerous social crusade. The storm, cited by Crockett, also known as the Great Awakening, is part of a vivid eschatology that QAnon adherents share with traditional conservative cultural warriors, one of which judgment is that they'll be against liberals and the nuclear family is restored to the proper place. One thing often talked about, the storm, is that they imagine that the economy will be restored to a single income can support a family again, View says the image, imagine traditional gender roles and norms will be upheld and how children are raised to return to what it used to be. And he goes on to talk about even more historical conspiracy theories, like in Roman shit. And they really just kind of say like, uh, you know, they want you to look at everything else but the actual issue. And they did. And that's it, it's no use criticizing them in the past because currently they're being proven to be the assholes that they are because of the discoveries that we're making now and even the FBI is pursuing. And back then they were just running smoke screens and it only goes to serve how big of a smoke screen they really were running. Because now I will be reading a different set of articles. Um also from 2023 just 1 month ago That kicked all this off and you could say isn't connected, but I would say has to be connected. And there is no way they can't be connected. And I would also like to say that throughout all the bullshit, the mainstream media doesn't control the actual Interpol justice system. The, The mainstream media is a gossip rag controlled by the CIA who is operating a lot of these organized criminal outlets and using the profits from crime involving drug dealing, arms smuggling, exotic animal trade, as well as human trafficking and child sex abuse material, all that shit, to help fund its operations, it has been doing that, as well as collecting blackmail, compromat, etc. Everyone knows this fucking shit. Everyone knows the, the world government is in charge of both cults and this, and secret societies, right? So here are these two articles that can help um, that can help further um, push this news story up the ass of the liberal mockingbird mainstream media, um, such as Mother Jones, or such as uh, the Guardian. You know, even as well as the young. You know, anyone who's ever denied the Q movement and the Q's truth and validity, everyone from NBC, CNN. Uh, every single one of the puppet leader militias and every single one of the bullshit psyop shill uh, truthers turncoats rhinos all of that shit all your fucking traitors uh, to, to actual goodness who are just looking to um, you know jump on bandwagons and seek control for yourself you know anyone who denies that this shit's happening and anyone who calls the shit bullshit uh you know, needs to get their fucking head checked because clearly you're not living in reality unlike us, you know, the people who know this shit is real, the people who are actively campaigning to stop it, the people who were woken up during the Great Awakening, you know, as they so mockingly dis- deride so let's get started, let's read this the people's voice, that's right the people's voice FBI discovers sickening satanic elite pedophile ring involving major politicians. And I know I said I was going to read a different article from a different story. And I am. That's right, in August, not in September, but in August, the FBI had made a massive bust of nearly 100 high-level international members of an elite pedophile ring. After two FBI agents were killed serving a warrant in 2021 at a residence in Florida for the possession and downloading and transmission of child sex abuse material. That would open up, that would be the, a casualty in the investigation that Interpol started in 2018 internationally about all this shit. But here you can see it play out in 2023. The FBI have discovered evidence of an online satanic pedophile ring involving major politicians and powerful businessmen. And this is not related to the 765 case. This is not related to a 764 case. This is not related to the um, Angel Almeida case and that group of of Internet 09A internationalist child abuse people. Not related to that at all. Unless you actually do connect the dots. But that's going to be up on you. These articles are written separately. what was written in August, the other one is written later. A New York City gun possession arrest led the FBI disturbing rabble criminal exposed global online oh. that's the other article. Sorry about that. Dozens arrested over alleged child sex abuse following murder of two FBI agents. A total of 98 people have been arrested in connection with child sex abuse and 13 children rescued from harm. US and Australian authorities said Tuesday, more than two years after two FBI agents were killed investigating an alleged international pedophile ring. In news conferences Tuesday, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, and Australian Federal Police, the AFP, said 79 arrests, 65 indictments, and 43 convictions in the United States were carried out as a result of the joint operation, while 19 men were arrested in Australia. Two FBI agents investigating the alleged ring were shot dead in 2021 while executing a search warrant for a computer programmer suspected of possession of child abuse material, CNN previously reported. The alleged child abuse ring was a peer-to-peer network, with some offenders committing offenses for over 10 years, said Australian Federal Police Commander Helen Schneider. Some of the children were known to the men who were arrested, Schneider added, but refused to comment further. Australian Investigation The Australian police investigation began in 2022 when the FBI passed on details of Australian members of Peer-to-Peer Network allegedly sharing child abuse material on the dark web. This operation was highly complex, the FBI's legal attaché in Canberra, Natyana Mann told reporting Tuesday. The complexity and anonymity of this platform means that no agency or country can fight these threats alone. Most of the Australian alleged offenders had jobs that required advanced IT skills, police said in a statement. Members of the network allegedly used software to anonymously share files, chat on message boards and access websites within the network, using encryption and other methods to avoid law enforcement detection, the statement added. AFP Commander Schneider said the alleged offenders operated a sophisticated network. Viewing, distributing, and producing child abuse material is a horrific crime and the lengths that this network went to avoid detection is an indication of just how dangerous they were, she said. The longer people like this avoid detection, that means the longer the cycle of abuse continues. Further arrests could not be ruled out, she added. More than 200 international leads have been sent to partner countries and more than 300 investigations opened as a result of the joint operation, man said. The fatal shooting. FBI Special Agents Daniel Elfin and Laura Schwarzenberger died in a shootout at a Sunrise, Florida apartment complex while executing a federal search warrant on February 2, 2021. Three other agents were wounded and the suspect in the shooting died at the scene. At the time, Miami FBI Special Agent in Charge George Pirro called the shooting and the loss of Elfin and Schwarzenberger a very dark day for the FBI. The agents were known for their exemplary efforts in the field, curbing child abuse with their investigatory work and educating students to the perils of sex crimes. Their deaths marked the first time since November 2008 that an FBI agent was fatally shot in the line of duty. Oh, and even though it was written by the Village Voice, CNN's Hilary Whitman and Mehar Malwani contributed to the reporting. Once again, the era of copy-paste journalism means that most of this information was most likely gathered from the CNN article, which I also have pulled up here. And as much as I hate CNN, the Communist News Network, the Clinton News Network, I will also read this related article to them, which is two FBI agents killed in Florida shooting were dedicated to preventing child sex crimes. This is from 2021, and this was the article that was written about the FBI agents that were shot in the line of duty. Remember, the first FBI agents to be killed in the line of duty since 2008, over 10 years prior to 2021. The two FBI agents killed in a Florida shooting were dedicated to preventing crimes against children. FBI Special Agents Daniel Elfin and Laura Schwarzenberger, who died in Sunrise, Florida, shootout Tuesday, were devoting their careers to investigating crimes against children. The two were killed in an apartment complex executing a federal search warrant. Three other agents were wounded, two of whom were transported to the hospital and have since been released. The suspect in the shooting died at the scene, and the FBI has said the investigation is ongoing. Miami FBI special agent in charge, George Pirro, called the shooting and the loss of Alphen and Schwarzenberger a very dark day for the FBI. The agents were known for their exemplary efforts in the field, curbing child sexual abuse in their investigative work, and educating students in their perils of sex crimes. Our chosen profession is fraught with danger. Today, this grim reality has taken two of our best from our family, Pirro said. Alphen played a key role in an unprecedented child exploitation investigation. Alphen, whose age was 36, was a New York native and started his FBI career in the Bureau's Albany, New York office in 2009. He was assigned to the Miami office in 2017, investigating crimes against children. According to federal court documents, Alphen said he was recognized as an expert in federal court in areas related to computer forensics and the investigation of child exploitation crimes. The documents added that he had testified on more than 20 occasions as a witness across more than 10 federal jurisdictions. Alphen played a critical role in a massive investigation that led to hundreds of child pornography arrests, according to 2017 FBI statements. Officials at the time say the case and the thousands of follow-up investigations it has launched is unpre- unprecedented in its scope and reach. The case involved Playpen, described by authorities as a highly sophisticated global enterprise dedicated to the sexual exploitation of children organized via a members-only website that operated on the dark web. Alfin and his team's investigation results in the arrest of at least 350 people based in the U.S., the prosecutions of 25 producers of child pornography, and the arrest of 51 hands-on abusers, and the identification or rescue of 55 American children, the FBI said. Abroad, the investigation led to 548 arrests and the identification or rescue of 296 sexually abused children, the FBI said. Alfin is quoted in a 2017 FBI statement about the case. It's the same with any criminal violation. As they get smarter, we need to adapt. We find them, he said. It's a cat and mouse game, except it's not a game. Kids are being abused and it's our job to stop it. In 2018, Alfin was honored as part of a team involved in the case and then Deputy Attorney General Red Rosenstein spoke warmly of the award recipients saying today's honorees earned the Esteem of their colleagues, but most importantly, they earn the gratitude of our fellow citizens. The people whose communities you made safer, whose lives you improved, and whose trust you rewarded. Today, we pause to honor and recognize a small portion of your work. Alfin is survived by his wife and one child, the FBI said. Schwarzenberger worked with school children to keep them safe. Schwarzenberger, born in Pueblo, Colorado, joined the FBI in 2005 and was assigned to an Albuquerque, New Mexico office. She served in the Miami Miami office since 2010, according to the Bureau. She worked on cases of crimes against children for more than seven years, the FBI said. Schwarzenberger's scope of work included other sex crimes. In 2018, she discussed with CNN affiliate WEPEC the dangers of sextortion, a scam using the threat of illegally obtained images. It's very traumatizing for the victim. Their reputation is online. The form of blackmail by criminals includes cases where they have hacked into victim's computer and hacked the person's camera. That is where they get images and videos from. They use those images to get more sexual abuse material. commute worked in the community to educate school children about protecting themselves and others online, as noted by Alberto Calverla, the super- superintendent of the Miami-Dodd County Public Schools. From speaking to... Students about cyber safety to fighting crimes about children. FBI special agent Laura Schwarzenberger has deeply devoted to her work. Cavallo posted on Twitter, our hearts go out to our family as well as that of the SA Daniel Alfin. Rockway Middle School in Miami Dade County, where Schwarzenberger spoke to assemblies, expressed its remorse in a statement. She has survived and her husband and two children, the FBI said. A community in shock. The crime scene tape where the shootout occurred was still up on Wednesday as agents gathered additional evidence. The entrance to the complex remained guarded by the police. Complete details of what happened remain unknown at this time, yet it has been revealed that the search warrant was related to suspected possession of child pornography, according to the FBI Agents Association. The suspect had barricaded himself in the residence, according to Sunrise Police. It is not yet known the exact circumstances that led to the exchange of gunfire, which the FBI says resulted in the shooting deaths of Alphen and Schwarzenberger by the suspect. In order to safely retrieve the other wounded officers, a SWAT vehicle had to be crashed into the building to provide cover. A law enforcement source familiar with the shootout said on condition of anonymity. Some nearby residents, including George Castello, were in disbelief that the killings happened so close to their homes. Castillo has lived at the complex for five years alongside families with children as well as police officers, he said. The 76-year-old found the scene concerning. It worries us, Castillo said, noting that the authorities were still discouraging residents from leaving their homes and moving about the complex. A private memorial service for Schwarzenegger now won't be held Saturday and Sunday this is in 2021 so it's already occurred but yep, yeah, that's it shit's real Q was right QAnon was right all those honest people who got swept up in it were right 100% we were not panicking about the satanic child exploitation circles An organized crime that is rife in America. And we will be proven right. And you will be proven wrong.